Hey, eavesdroppers, welcome to Flapping Our Lips. We're just three sisters talking about random things. And we invite you to eavesdrop on today's conversation. So today we're going to talk about people and do you think people can change? And that's changing anything. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Once a liar, always a liar. Once a wonderful person, always a wonderful person. So what are your thoughts? I think people can change. And because, you know, truly, I don't think that I'm the same person I was as a teen. There's a lot of me that's the same, but there's a lot of me that isn't the same person that I was as, say, a teenager or a 20-year-old person. And now as a 30-year-old person, I'm sure that I've evolved over over time. You become a parent, a spouse of some sort. You go to work, you learn, you grow, and things change now. Some people are inherently criminals and deserve to be in jail and murderers and killers. And you see signs of that when they're young. I, I fully admit that. But then there are other people who, out of circumstance, that's the path they, path they take and they learn better and they become very value-added people within society. So I think as humans, we are e- evolving. And so absolutely, people people can change. Uh, cheaters, yep, sometimes they always a cheater. But there's others who maybe that just wasn't their person. And uh, they ain't know how to handle it. So right. you know, they made a poor choice. Yeah, I, I definitely agree um, with everything that you said. I think that People can do change and they evolve. And if you're open to being introspective, open to feedback, um, letting it digest, learning from other people, being open to um, exploring, looking at the world, knowing that we are not static beings, that we are always ever evolving. You know, we are all aging. If you're not aging, you're dead. And if you if you recognize that, um, and and times change, right? So we're not all still using Morse code to communicate or sending letters, right? We're sending text messages. You're FaceTiming. So of course you have to change with the time. Now there are some people who don't. There are some people. I don't know who I just heard a story about where they said, "Oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He is." not using a smartphone because um, I think it was the size of his thumbs are too big. So he still uses a flip phone. He's not sending text communications. Now, of course, you can always get a, a keyboard on your phone that's super large or you get a giant screen. Or you could text to talk or talk to text or right, whatever exactly. that thing is. <laughs> but he's not evolving or changing. So in that regard, some people are, or even our parents, you know, by our dad, he's like, uh, I don't want to. I'm like, hey, just sell me that money or send it through. He send a Zell or a, go on an email. What? Absurd. He is going to the teller. He does not believe in any community sending of cash via any electronic systems. But <laughs> He is writing out that check. He's going to the teller. Give me my cash. I'm like, that is you're you're uh, susceptible to criminals waiting to lop you upside your head outside that bank and run steal your money. So it's very interesting to, you know, I would I was like, hey, you could go online and play lotto. He's like, what? You gonna are you like I must have said somebody died who was a super. He's like, oh my god, blasphemy, curse it. 
like, sir, it's so simple. Connect your bank account. Connect your bank account. So people can't in that regard. They're just stuck in some ways where they're comfortable. And, you know, what doesn't challenge you doesn't change you. So you have to evolve or you get left, you know, especially with technology. But in terms of relationships, I feel like what you said is a really poignant point that sometimes you may have chosen the wrong person. And why did you make that choice? And why did you settle? Maybe it was convenient at that time. And maybe it's what you thought you wanted or you thought you could change the person. And so instead of getting out of it, you are becoming, you become a cheater or you just step outside your marriage. And now it's cheaper to keep her or, uh, you know, I don't feel like going through the process of untangling my relationship. So you just cheat, 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 because you're not satisfied. Something's causing you not to be satisfied in that uh, relationship. So, so I read an article and it's, and it's, I was reading an article and it says sometimes people are not emotionally ready to change. When given a choice, a lot of people will choose a bad situation that's familiar over an improvement that's unfamiliar and scary. So it is much easier to stay in a situation where they know the rules, even if it's really hard in other ways. And I think, you know, um, sometimes, like you said, cheaper to keep her or, you know, you know, better the devil I know than the devil I don't. People stay in situations and they, they justify it with these different kinds of sayings. I was recently looking at a TikTok and there was this lady and she was talking to women and she was like, why are you playing the wife? Why are you calling his mom, mom, and you're not married to him? Why are you, why are you, you know, giving him half your paycheck? It's like all these different things that people, uh, women do who are not truly married to these men who they call their husbands. And then the person turns around and after, you know, leaving you or deciding that they're done with that relationship six months later, they're married to somebody else. And as, as um, our sister said before, they were not your person. They was just hanging, playing house with you while they was looking for the right person. Um, uh, does, were they cheating? Absolutely. Uh, but you were cheating yourself too because you stayed in a situation where the signs were clear and it was not a good situation for for you, but it was scary or you just didn't feel comfortable to be alone or to not be with that person. I don't know. You know, I think that's an excellent way of putting it. You are cheating yourself too. So if you staying with a cheater and you allowing you knowingly staying, then you are not willing to give yourself what you need. If that's because for some people, that may not be their deal breaker. Socks on the floor might be their deal breaker, but not stepping out of a, on a relationship, not give you know being cheap financially. You know that those are just not or emotionally not invested or talking or communicating. So I think that's an excellent way of putting it. Yeah, I I think we also have to <clears throat> excuse me remember that uh, we're we're all different and and behavior is learned. So. 
maybe that's the culture that you are accustomed to. Maybe that is your norm um, for you that, you know, maybe you found your person because y'all was cheating in the first place. So, hey, uh, there's no, shouldn't, maybe there's no surprise here. And I have to accept that. And yes, maybe being cheap or socks on the floor is the issue because we came from a real clean house, but my mama was cheating with some other dude. You, you just, you just do not know about a, a person's situation. But I, you know, my question for you, for, um, you know, as I think about this, is if people do change and and they evolve, do we give people a chance to demonstrate that they've actually done that, or do you allow people, you know, do you maintain that same perspective of a of a person? Oh, he always been lazy. Hmm, he got a job now, but hmm, he don't. That job not gonna last for too long. He's gonna be out of there in short order. Do we give people the opportunity to? evolve and and actually believe it. I mean, certainly they have to demonstrate it over time. I think that it would be hard, especially, you know, if if you were the person that was cheated on or you were the person that someone was uh, maybe, maybe you trusted somebody with your finances and they did you dirty. You know, maybe you trusted someone with um, a confidence and they broke it. can you trust this person again? Do you believe that they've changed if they told you to? I, you, would, you would have to give it a try, but you would have to be cautious. You would have to be, at, at least for me, I would need to, my antennas would con- constantly be up, you know, constantly be on alert for any behaviors of the old pattern that I see reemerging, right? So, Yes, we want to trust people because, or, and you want to believe people when they say they're changed because you want people to believe you if you happen to be on the opposite side of that statement, right? So I say, yeah, we believe them. I say, yes, you give them trust, but I say you also have to be cautious. You have to have your antenna up and be alert to behaviors or actions that might be that might show that the, there is a reversion to the other behaviors that were the problem in the first place. Well, I'm going to expand this to more than just intimate relationship. This is inclusive of friendships to me. So I'll give anybody a long rope to hang themselves. So I will give you an opportunity to, and it doesn't mean that you did something, but if there's a behavior I don't like, a quality of yours that bothers me, some practice that you do that really just rubs me the wrong way. I'm going to say, please don't do this. I don't like this. It makes me, or please try to do this. I, if I don't see you making any moderate amount of change to changing said behavior, then eventually I have to change because I'm the only person that can control changing of myself or the situation. So I'm going to bow out gracefully. So I have done that with friends. I had a friend who was, had a friend who was chronically late. I would say, I'm on my way to pick you up. Ready? Yeah. When I get to said friend's house, I'm still waiting downstairs 30 minutes, 45 minutes, because person is not ready. That's disrespectful to me. It went on for many, 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 many,
So eventually it came to a point where the the D-Day came. We went to, we were supposed to, a couple of friends were supposed to meet up for a dinner Friday after work. We are all there after work on time. This person didn't work that particular day. This person arrives approximately two and one half hours late for the dinner. We are waiting for this person. This person on a Friday night in a major metropolitan city decides that they are, instead of taking the train, going to take a bus from uptown to downtown, a bus in city traffic to meet us. Okay. So at some point in this wait where we were all fools for trying to wait for this person who's so late that we say, forget this, we're going to eat. We get a table. We see another friend who just happened to be eating by herself and was on her way to a concert. We said, hey, join us. This person joins us. Now the table is for four. It is now filled. Said late person comes is pissed. Y'all couldn't wait for me. Are you bananas? Mm. You must be. Then proceeds to tell us that we don't need to be friends anymore because we didn't wait for her and hot blue hat. I said, you wrote the check and I ran and cashed it. Have not spoken to that person until this day. Behavior has not changed. So to your point, I will give you a long rope. But at some point of ridiculousness, I have to get off the ride and say, peace out, homie. I can't do this with you anymore. And I'm not. (laughs) So some people don't change even when you tell them, hey, I just, this behavior is terrible. It makes me feel a certain way. Why are you doing this? Time is valuable. Like, what kind of control is this? Are you kidding me? This is bizarre. No one I mean, but that's, I guess that's the thing that, I mean, I don't know if in the case of your friend, anyone had ever like straight no chaser told her um, about this chronic lateness. Yes. That's why I'm saying I will tell you up front, why are you so late? Like I, I called you, first of all, I called you and said I was on my way lying earlier than I was on. Cause I know this person in some instances had a chronic late, um, punctuality issue. Okay. So I'm going to call you 10 minutes before girl, I'm on my way. So by the time I finish 10 plus 10 to get there, plus 10, I already gave you extra time. I still got to wait. Of course I'm saying something, but at some point I find it, it's enough and I'm not dealing with it. So when you try to blast me out because I chose not to wait you can't give me back these hours. I stood here. Now, fortunately, I was with, we were all together having a good time, but we waited for you. Mm-hmm. And it's not the first time. It was so, and she and she could not see it. You, you clearly can't be, you should be coming in groveling on the floor, apologetic. Oh my God. So no, you came in wrong and strong. Well, it would so, be interesting to see if this was a behavior pattern that was throughout this person's whole entire spectrum of life, work, personal relationships, commitments. Yes. Because then how are you keeping your job? Because, you know, you're 
They're not. This person used to think when they came in the door, they were supposed to be the CEO immediately. Then they were taking lunch hours and going to get their hair done. Who's doing this? Entitled. Clearly very entitled. Or delusional. Sometimes so, one the same. Mean, so all of those things, not always, not always. Um, so, oh, so do, her behaviors just didn't change. There was just so many, there's something under there. I don't know. I don't know what it is under the hood, but people, we all used to say, what are you doing? You cannot get your hair done at lunch. I don't care if you bald headed with two, unless you're going to get a haircut from the barbers where they have express haircuts. That's not your hair, ma'am. If you try and get a wash and set. During your one <laughs> hour you lunch. During a one hour lunch. You have well, to get there. lunch is only like mine, half an hour, then what you doing? You, you, oh, by the time uh, you got you, to where you was. By the time you get hour. there, you have to turn back. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What are we really uh, well, doing? So, I mean, clearly in, in situations like that, um, you know, that person was that person was not willing to change. They were not willing to change. They expected the world to accommodate their behaviors and not change. Um, so yes, I would say in that instance, people, that that person couldn't change. Of course, we can't apply that to all people because people can't change, and we give them the opportunity, as you said, we give them a long rope and allow them to either hang or save themselves with it. So on that note, I'm going to say thanks for eavesdropping with us. New episodes drop weekly. To share your comments, say hi, recommend topics, or ask for advice, reach us at flapyolips at gmail.com. That's F-L-A-P-Y-O-L-I-P-S at gmail.com.